Hey, Alex here, and welcome to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. Do me a favor. If you have a second, take your phone and hit that share button. Post this episode to your favorite social as we make our push to 1 million total downloads. We've made it incredibly far as a community, and it's all thanks to you, the listener. I hope you continue to tune into the show and you're enjoying this stock market content because I love making it for you. Thanks for tuning into the show. Now, let's talk about an age-old question. What makes stock trading and stock investing different? Stay tuned. Okay, so here's the simplest way to explain this. And the goal is simplicity here on Market Adventures, as we know, because I want all of us to be able to participate in the stock market. And we can't do that if I make it super, super complicated. So if you have an MBA in finance or you've been investing and trading in the market for 20 years, uh, just don't say anything. And if you're brand new, make sure you tell all your friends where to get this information. So trading is uh, short-term. Trading stocks is short-term and investing is long-term. Short-term typically means a year or less, um, and long-term means more than a year. Again, this is specifically talking about the stock market. Now, not all traders are investors, but all investors are traders, right? Now, here's where this gets funny, because a trade, um, to me, is an exchange for a benefit, right? You trade your dollars for coffee, you trade your labor for cash. You would never trade what you have if it is more valuable than the thing you're receiving, right? So the idea is to benefit from it. You think that a dollar is less valuable in that moment than the coffee, or you think that your labor, your hours in this moment is less valuable than the money you are going to receive. Investing is a form of trading with a long-term horizon. Now think about it this way. If you were to loan your $1,000 to a friend to start their business, you may not be expecting that $1,000 back tomorrow, right? It wouldn't make sense. You wouldn't even expect it in a month, maybe even this year, because they have to start their business, generate enough profit. If the longer you wait, the more you expect to get in return. If you expect to take that money back from them now, they can only pay you so much. But at some point, you do expect to get back more than your $1,000 investment. Typically, the longer you wait to take that out, the more you'll get back. Even though uh, the investors aren't expecting a return immediately, I mean, profit is the goal for both investors and traders, right? We keep that in mind. The trader wants the same thing as the investor. They want profit, but they want the return in a much shorter time. For instance, if I'm lending that person $1,000 to pay their rent and not start a business, right? They want to pay their rent and they get paid on Friday and their rent is due Monday, uh, they may pay me back after they get their paycheck with a 5% interest. Let's say they pay us at $50, right? So we give them $1,000 to pay their rent. They give us $1,050 back um, the next time they get paid or within the next two paychecks, right? That's a trader. The trader wants that benefit right now. Now, obviously, you're not going to expect your friend to pay you back with that much interest, but this is just an example. As it pertains to stocks, your uh, trader is buying Apple stock at 140 and selling it later for a profit. Uh, they might hold a position to, to upwards of a year, right? They may not hold it for more than a year, but if Apple keeps going up, they'll hold on to it uh, to take their profits when they feel like Apple's gotten high enough. 
as an investor, you're not expecting your return for years. So you may buy Apple at 140 and you have a, your own price target of Apple that you may think it worth it's worth 300 right? You maybe you think the market cap of Apple will triple in the next couple of years. So you leave that money in there with the hope of getting a much larger return in a longer period of time. For example, uh, and a good true investor is uh, Warren Buffett and his obviously his mentor Benjamin Graham. But Warren Buffett, every dollar he puts into something, he's not expecting to see that dollar back uh, in a year, right, or even five years. He normally holds his stocks for 10 years or more. Now he's 90. We don't know if he's still doing that. We don't know what his plans are. But that has been his investment model for the entirety of his investing career. Kathy Woods is an example of both a trader and an investor, right? Her funds own shares uh, that they don't plan on exiting for years, but then she also takes profits on companies that have uh, ran up past her initial expectations or have run up to a percentage that she feels comfortable taking profits to roll into a, a different position of one of her disruptive companies that she believes uh, she can put on her five-year time horizon. So one of the most recent um, companies that she's taken profits on is Square because Square ran up over some recent news. So she's an example of an investor who has a portion of portfolio dedicated to companies she feels are disruptive and innovative. And she's known for buying companies that are very low key because she feels it's going to change the future. So she'll buy that um, with a long term uh, investing horizon, five to 10 years. And then there are companies where she's looking to trade and take a profit to possibly roll into um, those longer term plays. So you have uh, two different types of investors, both very successful. And now the question is, what should you do? Well, you should do both. I mean, we should all uh, be able to learn to be both traders and investors. Now, if you only choose to do one, though, right, maybe you're strapped on time, um, funds, whatever, I'd say be an investor. Playing a long game teaches you so many skills that are necessary for success, not in just finances, but in life. I mean, remember... Investing is very emotional. If you can learn to control your emotions over a longer period of time, it makes you both a better investor, but also just a better human being, better able to handle adversity and to move forward. Now, let's consider that also the wealthiest individuals to ever exist in modern times are all investors, not necessarily traders. Whether it be Warren Buffett investing money or Jeff Bezos investing his time, the long game is always more rewarding than the short game. Now, as a father, I'm investing both financially and also as a father, right? Every moment and experience I have with my children now isn't to trade, right? I'm not trading, I'm not taking them to the park or I'm not cooking them their favorite breakfast or buying them a gift for the trade, for the now, right? The moments of happiness and sadness and disappointment and joy are being invested in them to reap the rewards later in the future, right? To make sure that we both have healthy relationships. They have healthy relationships with their children, with their spouses, with their family members, with their friends. Every instance that I spend with my children is an investment in the way that they see interactions with other people. And again, giving to their future, not necessarily for the now, even though the now is nice to see. Now, don't get it twisted. The uh, long-term portfolio is going to be looking really good too, not just their investment in their time, but also investment in their finances, right? I have a long-term portfolio for both of them. So, I mean, the moral of the story is to develop the skills to trade in the short term 
invest for the long term, again, in both uh, your portfolio, but also in your skills and relationships. Um, But if you have to pick one between trading and investing, uh, the long game is always much more rewarding in the end. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, full disclosure, I lost I lost more money the other day, right? I, I did a quick trade on Boeing on some news. I lost about 50% on the option. I got out of it that same day. It moved really, really quickly. Uh, I tried to jump in. Again, buy the news, sell, I mean, excuse me, sell the news, buy the rumor. It apparently was news. I didn't buy the rumor. Somebody was selling the news and I lost on the play. But I am in Ethereum. So again, that's the beauty of investing and trading is that it balances out. I lost money on that trade. I'm winning on an investment in Ethereum in my uh, daughter's long-term portfolio. But I'm also in a trade on Ethereum. I'm up about uh, 30% on the trade in Ethereum in one of my other accounts. So even though I lost on a big on two plays uh, within the last probably five days, I'm up really big on one of my trades. So it all balances out. It's the fun of the game, and it's something that you're definitely going to want to learn to, again, be a trader and an investor because the trading part is really fun, but that investing part keeps you really, really grounded and really safe. Now, uh, before you go, make sure, again, you share this show to your socials. Help us grow as a community. Bring us to more people. Uh, on the marketadventures.co website, uh, which is our community website, you'll find a blog, you'll find the Discord. In the Discord, I'm posting the news, I'm posting trades, I'm posting just talking about crypto and stocks. It's really cool. Jump in. It's all free. Again, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Thank you.